How's it, you beautiful people? And welcome to the first episode, the first parable of Jesus Christ, which is known as the lamp under the basket. Before we start, I just want to pray, and I want to pray for each and every single one of you. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this opportunity. Thank you that we can be here together for your glory, where two or more are gathered. You are present. Lord, I pray for breakthrough. Lord, I pray for encouragement. I pray that these words will edify, solidify, and increase our faith to you, Lord. Amen. Yes. Yes, 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 it is time. So, I am so excited, okay? So, the first parable of Jesus Christ. Now, for your convenience, I have summarized all the places where you can find this, um, this first parable. And it is prominently written in Matthew 5, verse 14 to 16, in Mark 4, verse 21 and 22, and, in, and finally in Luke 8, verse 16 to 17 okay now let's let's do this thing so i'm gonna read us or to you guys to everyone the the verse and then we'll take it from there we'll dissect this bad boy and we will become equipped so the verse says you are the light of the world a city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lamp stand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light shine before men, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. What, what a parable, what a short story. So, in this parable, Jesus gives us such an astounding compliment, but at simultaneously at the same time it gives us this great responsibility you see when we hear that we are the light of this world what actually is being said is that you are not only a light receiver but you are also a light giver you see it's so important to understand that the narrative of this world is that we should always be selfish we should always like care only for us and put ourselves first before other people but yeah jesus confirms something totally different he confirms that we must have a greater concern than only ourselves we cannot live only for ourselves we must have someone to shine to and do so lovingly Another beautiful note about this parable is that Jesus does not tell us to become light. Instead, he affirms that we are the light. You see, the first part of that verse says, You are the light of the world. Let, let that settle in. Let that settle in, okay? You are the light. Not you will become the light. Not you might progressively increase your brightness in time. Okay, no, it says you are the light and that is the responsibility to shine, right? <laughs> but that's what's so hard because we're either fulfilling this responsibility or we are failing this, res this given responsibility. You see, another thing that's so important to note is that we live in a time 
where darkness is absolutely all around us. We are overcomed by darkness because this is the fallen world. This is where the devil is active. It's his playground. And that's the thing about light. Light is distinctive because it's the opposite of darkness. And if our walk with God imitates dark darkness, if it imitates the world, then we have nothing to show the world. You see, to be effective in our walk with Christ and shine into darkness, we first need to display light. And we can never affect the world for Jesus by becoming like the world. That is the objective of light ultimately, is to illuminate. And this brings us to the hidden part of this verse which says, Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket. Do you know how amazing you are? Seriously, you have so much authenticity within your identity. And God wants us to radiate that because that is how He made you in His image. <laughs> not to be hidden behind false identities, not to be hidden behind a basket, but to be exposed, to be the man or woman of God He created you to be. And the thing is, if we are hidden under a false persona or behind someone that we created, people are going to love or hate that projected image rather than who you actually are. So you will go through life with, a fake, with fake friends and relationships because all those friends liked the image you projected rather than the real you. And this is a strong message to understand because exposing who you truly are and authentically are, in other words, shining who God made you to be, means that you will start to see real authentic relationships develop. And the burden of being someone you are not will be lifted off your shoulders. And this leads me to the next part of the verse, which is the city that's on a hill. You see, I need you all to incline your ears here and listen carefully for a second. If you see a city from a distance in the dark shining so brightly, it's hard to take your eyes off it, right? And this is the message. This is what this verse, this parable is all about is... To one shine, to radiate, to illuminate, okay? To, to be bold enough to stand on your faith. To be bold enough to not hide behind baskets or behind fear or fake personas. You see, this is the message. In the same way the city is visible, Jesus wants us, the people of his kingdom, to live visible lives that attract attention to the beauty of God's work in our lives. You see, our joy and our love and our servant nature should be like the city on a hill for everyone to see. But here comes the kicker, right? Your joy during trials and tribulations, your faith during storms and extreme situations, that should also be visible. And I know what you're thinking, wait, wait, whoa. Why should I show people weakness? Again, the narrative of the world says that, you know... <laughs> We should uh, be strong always. And there's this common misconception that we as Christians should also have perfect lives. But the truth is that Jesus never promises a perfect life. Instead, he does the opposite. He says we will go through trials. We will go through tribulations. Our backs will be against the wall. We will fail. And it is good for people to see this. Because then we can show people that in our weakness abides God's strength when we fail 
we show that we, when we fall, we show that we rise. When our backs are against the wall and we are pressed, we will show courage over fear. When we are facing the biggest Goliaths in our lives, we will show the world that God is bigger than our biggest Goliaths, our biggest mountains. And this is what it means to be an exposed light. The world needs to see the good and the bad because in the bad comes God's goodness. And I want to end the final part of the scripture and this episode with a quote from um, Charles Spurgeon, which I'll read to you now. And it says, The object of shining is not that man may see how good we are, nor even see us at all, but that they may see grace in us and God in us and cry, What a father these people must have! Is not this the first time in the New Testament that God is called our Father? Is it not singular that the first time it peeps out should be when men are seeing the good works of His children? I wanted to end it on that and obviously thank you so much for supporting Christian Motivation um, Station and thank you so much for being here. Again, this is going to be a whole right and i'm so happy to have each and every single one of you tagging along please know that the instagram is available if you if you need prayer about something specific if you need to reach out you can also find me on tiktok whatever just send me a message if you need prayer send me a message if you would like to get in touch i'm always there i'm always happy to pray or or listen and um, just be there for you guys so yeah thank you for supporting and i love you all a lot and i hope you have a fantastic day a fantastic monday go and destroy it wherever you are go and slay be a demon destroyer shake those shackles away you got this